Gracious Heavenly Father, on this Pepero day, we want to tell you, you're the only one in our heart. You're the only one who captures our heart, for there is no God like you in the world. Truly, our spirit and soul want to be one with you. Help us unite our heart and our life with you today through your word in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, the only name that saves us, we pray. Amen. Let's read First Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Only two verses. But these two verses are the very critical and uh, thematic verses of an entire letter. So First Peter 2, 11. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desire, which wage war against your soul. Live such a good life among pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visit us. These two verses summarize Paul, uh, Peter's letter. Peter was basically telling his Gentile Christians and us that live good lives among the pagans, so that God can be glorified through our good deeds. This short passage is a pivotal to connect the previous section about being a God's holy people to the coming section of a various relationship where Christians need to be faithful. So after this passage, this, uh, these two verses, Peter will talk about how to behave in our relationship to government, in our relation, well, actually back then it's their relationship to the masters or bosses, and their relationship to, to their uh, non-Christian husbands, in their relationship to their wives, and their relationship to a Christian family of God. So now let's talk about the simple command about uh, live such a good life. Live such a good life. First of all, what is a good life? According to verse 11, good life is a spiritual life that abstains from sinful or literally carnal, fleshly desires. Good life is a life that we live with the desires of the spirit rather than desires of the flesh. Good life happens when we choose a spiritual desire over carnal desire, when we obey and follow prompting of the Holy Spirit rather than pleasures of the world. Here we see Peter having the same notion of sanctification, like a Paul who repeatedly told us about the war between the flesh and the spirit in Romans chapter 8 and Galatians chapter 5. Peter urges us to deny temporary pleasures of indulging in physical, simple, sinful passions because of those impulses prevent them from living a spiritual or a good life. Peter was reminding us that good life is the only life that will make our life worthy and meaningful. One makes our temporary life eternal. That's a good life. That's why Peter, Peter says, I urge you as a foreigners and exiles, it means the way the world the way of the world and the pleasures are not way of our home country, God's eternal kingdom. 
Now the word good is repeated twice here. Good life and good deeds. And both times the word for good is kalos. Do you remember kalos? Which means not just good, but beautiful and attractive. Good deeds are attractive, especially when everyone else is pursuing their selfish and carnal desires. Good deeds are beautiful because they reflect our God. That's why Peter tells us to live a good life regardless of our current circumstances. We don't live a beautiful, kind, beautiful, kind, gracious life only when it's convenient or we feel like it. Even when we are accused by pagans, even when we are mistreated, we are to live a good life. Why? because we are children of good God. Today's passage reminds us of Matthew 5, when Jesus said, Matthew 5, 44, But I'll tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? Good life matters more than ever when time is evil and bad to us. Jesus and Peter, the scripture tells us clearly, good life is a good life no matter what. Actually, good life is more, than, more precious than ever. The darker the night is, the brighter the light is. Peter reminds us that our good deeds and good life will be our testimony about our good God on the day of judgment. Though people might not appreciate or take advantage of our good deeds, God will remember us and make our good deeds known on the day He visits us. These days, we and people just like us, we think and talk a lot about politics and those in the powerful position. And we are afraid of their wrong decisions and they already making a lot of wrong decisions. Let us not forget our call to live a good life, a beautiful life, a kind life matters more than ever. And let us live a good life for each other at home, at, ho- at work, at school, at neighborhood, at church. While many Christians try to express their faith through politics these days, let us not forget our ethics comes before politics. Ethics comes before politics. Politics without ethics is not God-glorifying politics. Let us live a good life even when we are accused falsely. Let us live a good life faithfully as our good God sends a sunshine to both good and evil, rain to both righteous and unrighteous. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, you are the anchor of our souls and the root of our life. Your goodness to us lead us to live a good life. Help us to live today with your goodness with your overflowing love and kindness. Regardless of our benefits and profits, 
Help us to be good. Regardless of who misses us, help us speak kindly and love gently. Help us reflect your goodness as your children today. In the most <clears throat> gracious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.